Welcome to The Approach. This is one of our prayer habit episodes where we pause our normal rhythm and we pray over the topic for the month. My name's Connor Owen, and I'm on staff at World Gospel Mission. Well, a few weeks ago, we talked about the stories that the next generation is hearing. One story, and this is the dominant one, but tells us to promote ourselves, to look out for ourselves, to be an influencer. But the story of Jesus, it tells us in the next generation to die to self. And through dying to self, you find yourself. And these are two really opposite stories. Well, in part one of this episode, we dove into the reality that the dominant culture's narrative it leads to a life of distraction and hurry. This life leads to trying to do all the things, to be all the things, so much so that we lose sight of what's true and what's real. So I was just reading in Exodus a couple weeks ago about the Israelites and their time in captivity while they were in Egypt. And Moses comes in, and he's professing words from the Lord. And he tells the Israelites, God wants to bring them out, to free them, to redeem them, to take them from Egypt, and he will be their God. Well, Pharaoh, he believed all of this to be false. So he came up with a plan. And he forced them, the Israelites, to gather their own materials for their work. But he didn't reduce the quota they needed to meet. So in Exodus 5:9, Pharaoh says, Make the work harder for the people, so that they keep working and they pay no attention to lies. The Israelites, I think, were in the same position that we are in. Good news came in from Moses, but the culture kept them busy. Culture kept them so preoccupied that they had no room in their hearts for this new reality that God was speaking over them. And then a couple of verses later, Exodus 5:21, they even looked at Moses and they said, "You have made us obnoxious to Pharaoh and his officials, and you have put a sword in their hand to kill us." How often do I hear the story of Jesus and think it's not for me. It's not for my circumstances and it can't apply to my life. In fact, it could ruin things for me. I'm so busy trying to do everything that I miss that God wants to redeem me. He wants to free me. He wants to take me and to be my God. Well, as we begin today, let's start with a prayer from a verse that many of us know, and it's from Psalm 46. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to say a line, and then I'm going to give you some space to let those words wash over you, and then I'll do that again. Be still. And know that I am God. How often do I take time to be still, to recognize who the great I am is? Or have I become just so distracted that I have no time for this? So I'm an early riser, usually get up around 5 a.m., and how I start my day really shapes how my day is going to go. And sometimes I'll sleep in a little bit, but on those days I'm forced to get ready really fast, 
My wife and I will be up, we're packing lunches for three kids, we're getting them out the door, out of bed, dressed, fed, cleaned up. And by the time I sit down at my computer, a few hours later to start the work day, I'm already exhausted. But if I've taken time before all of that chaos to be still and to know who God is, I can allow God to fill me with his story, with his truths, with his realities. Sometimes though, I'm so busy. I'm getting everything ready. I might even check social media and see the success of other people that I, just like the Israelites, I'm so busy making my bricks that I don't pay any attention to what is being said by God. And I'm guessing you have similar days. What's something you could do to create room to be still and to know that God wants to redeem you? to free you and to be your God. Take a moment to let God speak to you about this. The reason I'm talking about us and the stories shaping us is because well, we have to be sure the story shaping our lives is the story of Jesus before we can pour into the life of our Gen Zers. See, if we're not being still before God, God can't speak through us to our kids or our students or those we're mentoring. When we sit in God's love and we let it wash over us, allowing that to be the dominant and shaping factor in our lives, His love will pour through us to others. It makes me think of Moses and his constant prayers for Pharaoh, even after all the times Pharaoh deceived him. And I think of other holy people in my life who have realized just how much God loves them. And in return, they love him and others with the same force. As you walk with your Gen Zer, your students, your kids, your youth group kids, your team, how can you begin to live out the story of Jesus for them? Ask God to guide you in that over the coming weeks. This is a real battle for you and for me and for Gen Z. We have constant messages coming at us and telling us to live our own truth, to be happy, telling us you do you. And let's be real, these things look really attractive and really easy, but it's not the story we're called to live. It's not what gives us freedom. We only find true freedom in the story of Jesus and by loving and worshiping him. As we wrap up our time, let these words sink into your heart. Pray these words over your Gen Zer. Use them in conversations with them. You can text it to them or leave it on a post-it note for them to find when they wake up in the morning. But remind them of this story that God invites them into. From Isaiah 43. This is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob. He who formed you, Israel. Do not fear. For I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. 
you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned. The flames, they will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed I, and not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God 